Welcome to Couch Chats, your go-to podcast for raw and inspiring messages from myself and other female entrepreneurs all around business and mindset. I am your host, Jess Williamson, an award-winning business and mindset coach and a serial entrepreneur having scaled four successful businesses. My purpose is to help you unleash your unique superpowers and to build the life and business of your dreams. Let's get into today's episode. How are you? We are getting towards the end of 2021 and this is the first year in, I think, five years since I started my first business that I am taking off an entire month for holidays and I am so excited. I might still be inspired and do some fun things behind the scenes, but what I'm saying is I don't have a to-do list. I am not working with my clients over this time and I will still be there to support them behind the scenes, but I'm not doing any coaching calls or any active work. So I'm pretty excited because summer is my favorite time of the year. Plus, since we haven't been able to travel, I am just craving that summer holiday feeling. So I am super, super excited and I hope you all have something nice planned. But I thought this episode would be really awesome to reflect back on the year that has been 2021 on my year and share with you the lessons that I've learned along the way, because it has been a year. Let me tell you, (laughs) I started the year out with the intention to have more balance to have more things outside of just work. And so I had some huge shifts for myself personally and in my business. And I always say it is super, super important to look back and reflect, not only at the end of the year, but consistently throughout the year as well. However, the end of the year is always a good reminder to reflect on what this year has been for you. There's been ups, there's been downs, there's probably been a lot of lessons learned along the way. And so the thing is, Success leaves clues, but also challenges leave lessons. So if we are reflecting, we're not only going to be able to appreciate ourselves for what we have achieved, because quite often we forget and we just then focus on the next thing. We tick off that goal and we start working on the next thing. So firstly, appreciating yourself really works deeper into that mindset of success. And the more you focus on success and the wins that you've had, the more success will come. Secondly, looking for those lessons and looking for those areas where you can continue to grow and evolve. And maybe you realize, oh, I didn't like how that turned out. I'm going to make some tweaks for the upcoming year so that I can continually work on the things and have more of the things that I love that bring me joy. So I'm going to reflect and share a bit of my past year with you and I want to celebrate some of my wins with you too. So please make sure if you've listened to this episode, send me a DM and let me know what one of your most proud wins are for the year. I'm going to keep an eye out on my inbox and I cannot wait to celebrate with you. So make sure you come on over, send me a DM on Instagram at jesterwilliamson8 and we're going to celebrate your wins as well. So... The year started in January, (laughs) as it usually does, and I was featured in Forbes for the third 
time. And I was so, so excited about this because every piece of press that I have ever gotten, I've been in Forbes three times, I've been on the TV, on the news, I've been in the newspapers, I've been in amazing, amazing publications. So it has been earned media. And this is the traditional way to get into the press. What I would highly, highly recommend is if you are having a goal in the new year to maybe get more press and do more of this sort of thing, then you can send out pitches to these sort of publications. And if they find it really interesting and really aligned with their audience, they will publish something or they will interview you about this. So that was a huge win for me because Forbes was the top of my goals list It's going into January and I had a publicist at the start of the year helping me out, Cass, who was amazing. And I said, Cass, my only goal right now is to get into Forbes. I just really want to get that. And within, I think, two weeks, we'd secured it and it was published online. So that was a huge, huge win to start the year off. I also had the very first Ignite the Dream event here in Perth, which was amazing and it was just such a welcoming and fun day with 50 women in business and it really sparked my ideas then to bring the event to Sydney and Melbourne. But I'm going to share more on that soon. If you've been following me on social media, you'll know that that didn't all go to plan. (laughs) And then we're going to skip ahead to May a huge personal win. After one and a half years of waiting and admin and back and forth and a lot of headaches, me and my partner Chris were building a house and we finally had a house pad in May. It was so, so exciting and it was a huge win. So we're building our first house together and it's going to have a pink front door, which I am pretty excited about. So it's not far off being finished now, but after such a long time, having a pad was a huge, huge step. So we were really, really excited about that. The next month in June, this was probably one of the biggest things that has happened to me in the past, let's say five or six years. And it was that I sold my first business Etty Swimwear to someone all the way in in California in the USA. And this was a huge thing that I had to get through. So I did a whole podcast on selling my business. So check it out if you haven't listened. And it's just called How I Sold My Business. So after five years, I had started to just lose the passion for the business. And I really was so, so proud of where I got the business to. We had international warehouses, thousands of happy customers in over 46 countries, and it was all me. Like, I didn't have 50,000 staff. I didn't have, you know, anyone else other than me and my amazing VA running this business. Like, I had systemized, automated, you know, outsourced what we could so that the business could run as efficiently and as effective as possible with as little time input by me. So it did take five years. It did take a lot of scaling, a lot of growth, a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of health sacrifices, which I wouldn't recommend by the way. But I started this business with no money, no experience, and no clue what I was doing. But I had the determination and the mindset to make it happen. So make sure you go and listen to that podcast episode all about how I sold the business, why I sold the business and some of the highlights from my journey. And 
it was all wrapped up by August. So the whole process probably took about six months. And now that is a very, very fast time to sell a business, but that's because I had automated, systemized, process-driven. Anyone could literally pick up the business and run it with zero clue what they were doing because I had created all of this. So it made it super easy to hand it over. So June sold my first business. I almost still can't believe it. And (laughs) it's like kind of mind blowing to even think that that happened. But that was a really awesome time for me to not only reflect on my journey, but my business journey as well. And I've done some pretty cool stuff, if I might say so myself. And this is your reminder to be proud of yourself. You're allowed to be proud. You're allowed to say that you're proud of yourself as well. It does not mean that you're arrogant. It does not mean that you're cocky. It does not mean that anything other than it's an inspiration and you're inspiring someone else. Every time that you say you're proud, you're giving permission to someone else to say that they're proud of themselves too. And the more that we can appreciate ourselves, the more we're going to rise up together. So that was June. Pretty epic start to the first half of the year. (laughs) Um, And then we hit July. So July was meant to be my Sydney and Melbourne Ignite the Dream events. So I had amazing speakers lined up. I had goodie bags lined up. I had all of the products in the cities and I had to organize other people in the cities to look after the items. I had to organize everything all the way from the other side of the country. Then lockdowns happened. Sydney was the first to go and it was big shame, but I had some notice. So we were all ready. We had everything ready for the goodie bags. We had the venue, we had the catering, we had the tickets, everything was ready to go. And it was about two to three weeks out from the event. And I had to make the unfortunate decision to postpone the event. Did not think it would be this long. You know, here we are about six months later and the event still has not happened in Sydney, which is a real, real shame but I'm crossing all my fingers and toes that it can go ahead. Then Melbourne, I actually rescheduled three times because I they went in and out of the lockdown so many times and I thought, great, they're back out, we'll reschedule it, put it in the diary, let everyone know. And every single time we had to individually email and discuss with every single attendee that was coming to this event because we wanted to make sure that everyone had the updates Everyone was ready to go. Some people were unable to make it. There was a lot of admin behind the scenes. We had to liaise with all of the suppliers. We had to liaise with all of the vendors at the restaurant and everything else. So there was a ton of work and my amazing VA was so helpful. She has just been a lifesaver in this process. So I rescheduled Melbourne three times and then WA decided they're not opening their borders. So if I went to Melbourne... I could have run the event, but I would not have been allowed back into WA at all. There was no solution. (laughs) There was no solution for me to get back home. And that was a bit of a problem because if I did go, I would probably still be stuck in Melbourne because our borders are still shut. So (laughs) I'm, I'm grateful that I made that decision, but I made the hard decision to run the event without me. And now that was heartbreaking as it is, as you guys can probably imagine as business owners to decide to have put all this time and energy and love into creating an amazing event to create connections with other female entrepreneurs and then to not be able to attend myself was really quite heartbreaking. 
but I'd come to terms with that idea. And so I was going ahead on a Friday and then on Thursday at 3 p.m., I got a notification that Melbourne was going into lockdown again that night. So we had set up the balloons. The goodie bags were on the chairs, packed, ready to go. I had to get someone in Melbourne. Amazing Danny helped me out with packing the goodie bags, getting them there, getting them on the chairs, sorting everything out. The food and drinks were ready from the venue, which we can't hold them. (laughs) You know, we can't hold on to that for months. So the balloons were set up. Everything was looking so beautiful. And luckily I got a couple of photos of the venue, but Melbourne went into lockdown at 8 p.m. that night. And my event was the next morning. (laughs) So now I'm laughing about it, but I was definitely not laughing at the time. (laughs) It was a very stressful situation. I lost a ton of money, like a ton of money, But for me, money wasn't even the problem. So I'm of the mindset that money flows in and it flows out. I can make more money. I can find more money. I can get more money. But what I was most disappointed about or stressed about was how can I make this something really amazing for these women, even though they're in lockdown, even though it's not a good time in Melbourne, they've really had it the toughest over there. What I decided to do was pivot. And within the hour, I'd called the speakers. I'd organized with everyone. I'd, you know, organized with my team to quickly set up an online virtual stream and figure out how we were going to do that. And we ran the event virtually. But I didn't want to not give the women the opportunity to connect with me and connect with other attendees at the event. So what I told them was, we're going to run the content portion online and then we're going to run the mingling and the networking and the food and drinks and all the fun stuff later when we can. And so what I actually also did was offered everyone who attended a free 10 minute chat with me. Some of the ladies took that up. Some people didn't because maybe they didn't read their emails or maybe they didn't find it important or interesting and that's totally fine too. But One thing I will just share here is that a lot of the women that took up that free 10 minute call with me, they had no idea what we were going to chat about. I didn't know what we were going to chat about, but that was 10 minutes that they got to chat with me. And the ladies that took up this opportunity all walked away and I got so many amazing messages. So thank you if if you're listening from the ladies that were saying, wow, Jess, I got more from you in that 10 minute call than I've had from a six month coaching program or things like that. And to be honest, it's the most humbling and heartwarming thing because I am always an open book. So no, it was not a coaching session. It was more of just a, hey, I want to get to meet you and connect with you. But if someone wants to ask me something, if someone had a question, I helped them the best I could. You know, I don't keep any information to myself if I can help someone. So the lesson here that you guys can take away is look for every opportunity. You may not always know what outcome you're going to get from it, but seize the opportunities anyway and ask yourself, how can I get the most out of this? Or how can I make the most of this opportunity that has come my way? But so often I see people saying, I don't know what the outcome's going to be, so I'm not going to worry about it. And by doing this, you're doing yourself a disservice because you don't always know what the outcome is going to be in life. 
But sometimes you've got to take the opportunity and see how it goes. Maybe it doesn't go that well, but now you've learnt. Maybe it does go better than you thought and you win either way. So that is just a lesson to take any opportunity regardless of the outcome because so often people are so fixated on the outcome that they then lose the opportunities that have come to them. The second thing is that so often people say, I'm too busy. And that's probably what happened for a lot of women who who received that email was, I'm too busy to book it in. I'm too busy to take up this call. Maybe they just weren't interested and that's totally fine too. But the ladies that did take it up got so much value out of those calls, right? And that was free 10 minutes. Free. But so often we can fall into this trap and I catch myself doing this as well of I'm too busy or I don't have the time. So sometimes it's about just finding the time and detaching from the outcome. So... Went into lockdown, I had to pivot super quickly, and we've only recently just run the mingling portion of the event in November. And again, I couldn't be there, but I sent a nice video and I structured the event. So previously it was just going to be, you know, the speakers and then they would mingle in between the speakers. But I thought, hmm, instead of just having everyone going and eating and drinking and standing around... I'm an introvert, so I've built up my confidence that I love going to networking events by myself. But I thought, what if there are some other people at this event who are more introverted or who maybe aren't as comfortable with with going and mingling with everyone? So I set up a little speed networking activity for everyone to really get to connect. And again, the feedback from that, the amazing connections that I saw, the friendships that were made at this event make it all worth it. Honestly, I'm getting a little bit teary now because I've made some of my best, best friends through networking events, through business, through being in uncomfortable situations and getting out of my comfort zone. And so I really wanted to create a warm, welcoming environment that was not intimidating because sometimes these kind of events could be quite clicky or intimidating, or maybe you just stick with your one friend. You're a little bit afraid to get out of that comfort zone. So honestly, it was so worth it, but I did do a post on Instagram about this. And at the time I was crying, I was heartbroken. I was stressed. I was losing money. I was all of the things that you could think could go wrong. And quite often people ask me like, what are your biggest failures in business or what are your biggest challenges? And the reason why people probably think that I don't have challenges is because I come at it from this mindset. I don't come on and say, oh my gosh, all the things went wrong today and I'm going to give up on everything and it's so terrible. I come at it from how can I learn? How can I grow? What can I do about it? And so at the time, yes, it was terrible. Yes, it was sad. Yes, it was a nightmare. All of those things. But now I can look back and think there's a massive lesson in there. So to detach from the outcome. And when I detached myself from the outcome of me being there, having a super fun event, getting to get dressed up, to meet all the ladies, to speak on stage and to do what I love. When I removed the outcome from the situation, I could clearly see the solution. And the solution was to run it virtually and to run the second part when we could. And so it did not look anything like what I had imagined. 
but it even looked better. So that's a lesson as well that we get so attached to the outcome. If you do want to hear more about how I dealt with the stress and this situation, I have a podcast episode called How to Deal with Stressful Situations in Business. And I talk about this example, but I give you some more lessons on how you can deal with stress in your business. So that was July. That was a big month. (laughs) That was a lot going on because I was still doing the handover for my business. I had packed my schedule way too full, which I is my life lesson. I'm learning. (laughs) I'm learning how to not jam pack it so full. But hey, business is a bit of a roller coaster. So we are sometimes up and down. Then in October, something pretty exciting happened. I launched my journal my dream big journal, which is for writing your goals and working on your mindset. This was super, super exciting. And I wanted to just say a huge thank you to everyone who has purchased a journal so far. If you haven't yet, you can treat yourself for the beginning of the year, get yourself a little gift, buying everyone else gifts for Christmas, but you might as well get yourself a gift to enter into the new year. So I spent the past probably one to one and a half years designing this journal, really finessing the activities in the journal to work deep into your mindset and your goals so that you can actually have more success in your business and your life. So it's not only the most beautiful journal I've seen because I designed it, (laughs) it's pink, it's fabric, it's got gold, it's got all of the beautiful things, but I've included bonus lessons that go with it and it's free. So you're getting an entire goals and mindset course for free because I realized that a lot of people were doing mindset things or journaling or setting goals, but they didn't really understand how to leverage it deeper for the mindset side of things and to really embody it, to really get those results that they were seeking. So that was pretty exciting in October and we actually sold out. I sold out of the first run of the book's There are more on their way. They should be here very, very soon. So it is currently available to purchase on my website for pre-order and they will be shipped out right away. You'll get your hands on it before the new year, hopefully. So November, there's a few lessons that I really want to share with you in November. I had planned to launch a new course that I haven't actually announced yet. More on this soon, but I have had overcommitted in November, (laughs) as I sometimes do. And I usually would have continued to push myself and I would have burnt myself out. So I set myself a deadline of November. I want to launch my course and I would have stuck to that. I was like, nope, I've decided November and I've told some people about it and I've got to do it. But I'm learning that nothing really changes. Like it doesn't really matter if I take my foot off the pedal for a little bit and launch it in January instead and give myself a little bit extra time and release that stress and do a better job of it and be more present in the process as well. So in November, I had my first retreat. I had run my mastermind. I had overcommitted to a whole bunch of things. (laughs) So for me, this was a massive learning to push the launch out. And if you are maybe feeling super pushed or stretched or stressed, or maybe even on the edge of burnout, this is your reminder to, again, 
detach from that outcome of having to launch it at that time or having to hit a deadline that you set for yourself. And for so long, well, it's taken me until now (laughs) to really listen to myself, to listen to my body, to understand when to push and when to take the foot off the pedal. And this has been a long time coming for me. So maybe you're there now. This is just your reminder to check in with yourself and ask yourself, does it really have to be done right now? What am I sacrificing to hit this deadline? Is it really necessary? Most of the time the answer is (laughs) no. And I'm going to launch it in January and it's going to be bigger and better and more fun and I'm going to feel more calm and aligned. And so it's probably going to work out a whole lot better. That's all I'm going to say for now, but I do have a wait list. And so you can check the link in the show notes and you can join the wait list. And anyone on the wait list will actually also get a extra bonus and discount off the course. So make sure you check that out because stay tuned for January. It's going to be amazing. In November, I also ran my first Ignite the Dream retreat. This has been a dream of mine for so long. And some of you know that I used to have a business called Somewhere Elsewhere, where I used to take influences on trips all around the world. And so what I loved about my past business was that I love organizing holidays. I love holidays. I love travel. I love the beach. I love personal growth. And so I could put all of this together as well as my coaching into one package, which was the retreat. So honestly, this was a dream come true. All of my favorite things in one thing. So the retreat sold out. I think I just literally posted a sneak peek on my stories and I'd already sold five of the 10 spots. So this retreat sold out in no time. And I am so grateful to the 10 incredible women for being part of it and for trusting me with this first retreat. Honestly, my heart was so full after this retreat, the personal growth, the mindset shifts, the business growth, the implementation, the friendships and connections that were made on this retreat over just three days. It was like everyone knew each other for years. I just wanted to read out some of the feedback, which absolutely warmed my heart from this retreat. One of the ladies posted on her Instagram this amazing recap. So she said, honestly, I am still coming down from the high. That was the Ignite the Dream retreat this weekend. The retreat was really more than I can put into words. There were so many moments shared with beautiful, smart women, and there was nourishing food made with love by Beth. There was yoga, and most importantly, the guidance and coaching of Jess. The growth I had was immense, and there was still more to come. I am so excited to really throw myself into my photography journey. Oh my gosh. So I want to share just one more. It was life-changing to say the least. That line alone makes everything so worth it. It makes all the hard work so, so worth it. So she said, it was life-changing to say the least. I had some major personal breakthroughs and some deep realizations about how I've been holding my business back from reaching its full potential. I now have a plan to pull all I learned into action and my passion to help couples get married in the most intimate way possible, stronger than ever. 
The cherry on top of the whole experience was the amazing women that I got to know and grow with over those four days. Huge shout out to Jess who led us on this journey. Jess was present for me and created space for me to tackle those difficult realizations. She supported me and continues to support me on my business journey. And I am thankful for her. Wow. Like I can't actually put into words what this retreat was and what everyone experienced over those few days. It was honestly incredible. And I think life-changing, even I myself, I had my own realizations. So that was a huge, huge month. And I am super proud of myself, but also the women for being part of that as well. In November, because that wasn't enough, I also committed again to my next level learning. And I actually invested 20K into a new program and a coach for myself. One of my biggest values is growth and I am always investing into my own growth to reach those next levels. Now, the thing is, it felt scary, but I always know that every time that something feels a little bit stretchy, it means that I'm about to level up and grow. So I leant into that fear and I said, ooh, this fear feels a little bit scary, a little bit stretchy, but I'm going to do it anyway because I know what is on the other side of that fear. So I'm really, really excited for more abundance, more growth. And the more I grow, the more I can share it with you here on the podcast and my clients as well. So I wanted to share that because I think it's super, super important as a coach to always be learning, to always be growing and learning really fills my cup up. I love soaking up all of the information. So for anyone that's into human design, I'm a projector and I'm a line one. So I just love all of the information. (laughs) Um, If you're not into human design, that will probably be absolutely nothing to you. So just ignore that I even said that. (laughs) But honestly, human design has been an incredible journey over the past year that I've discovered as well. So I had my amazing friend Jenna on a past episode, which was right back towards the start of the year. So if you're interested in learning more about human design, go and check out that podcast episode with Jenna as well. So that brings us to December. We're here. (laughs) It's the end of the year. And like I said, it is the first time in five years I'm taking a whole month off to just do what I want. There'll be plenty of days at the beach relaxing and recharging. I'm catching up with some really dear friends that I haven't seen for a long, long time and just filling up my cup. So it's going to be so, so nice. And I wanted to just finish this episode with what's to come in 2022. I mentioned my course. It is called Business for Life. So that gives you a little bit more of an extra clue. Business for Life. And it's something that I've been talking about forever is building your business around your life, not the other way around. So if you want more info, if you want some sneaky discounts and all of the first access, then make sure you're on the wait list because I feel like this is going to sell out pretty quickly. 2022, hopefully, I'm really hoping for more travel and adventures, but sometimes things aren't in our control, but I might just travel and adventure more in my own backyard in WA. There's also some really big things and exciting things for Couch Chats podcast. I want to get you as the listeners more involved. So stay tuned for that because I have some pretty fun things planned. 
this was a bit of a longer podcast episode because there was so much that happened. There are so many things that I didn't even mention or get to include in this podcast episode, but I really want you to take some of the learnings that I've shared with you and also go and take this time to reflect on yourself. Reflect on what you've achieved. Reflect on what you've learned. Reflect on what went well, what didn't go so well, and really take those learnings with you into the next year. I hope you have an amazing, amazing holiday season. If you're in Australia, enjoy the sunshine. I know I will be. I wish you the most abundant, abundant end to the year, full of so much fun, laughter, and just amazing, amazing connections. I wanted to just say a huge, huge, huge thank you to all of you for being here with me on this ride. This podcast continues to grow every single month and it's all thanks to you. So if you have enjoyed this episode or any episode that I have shared over the past one and a half years, then please do a screenshot and share this to your social media, share it to your stories and tag me because if you've enjoyed it, if you've got something from it, if it's shift a perspective for you or taught you something new, then imagine the impact that you could have on someone else by sharing this with them. So thanks again for being part of Couch Chats podcast. It's all thanks to you that this podcast exists. So please do make sure you subscribe, share it with someone else that you think will benefit from this. I'll speak to you next time.